Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part series where, with Pat Harned, the CEO of the Ethics and Compliance Initiative, we take a look at ECI's 2018 Global Business Ethics Survey. In this five-part series, we take a holistic look back on the GBES 2018 survey, sharing key findings, important facts, and overall takeaways from the report and what it means for an organization and compliance practitioner moving forward. First, a word about ECI. The Ethics and Compliance Initiative it helps to empower organizations to build and sustain high-quality ethics and compliance programs. As the recognized thought leader in the field, ECI members have access to the top research, networking, and certification opportunities to empower their organization's ethics and compliance programs and their professional careers on a new dynamic path. For more information on the ECI, check out their website, ethics.org. In this episode three, we consider the report issued in Q3, Building Companies Where Values and Ethical Conduct Matter. Few would argue about the importance of communication and trust in the workplace. These are well-known ingredients for harmonious working relationships and a productive working environment. But less known is about the reasons that communication and trust are so essential, especially within the ethics and compliance space. We explore this topic in this episode. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode with Pat Harned. Pat is the CEO of the Ethics and Compliance Initiative, or ECI. Pat, first of all, uh, welcome back. Thanks for having me again. Pat, in Q3 of 2018, ECI released a survey on building companies where values and ethical conduct matter. And this was something that I thought really helped, if I can uh, steal from the Department of Justice, operationalize compliance, because it took many of the principles of high-quality programs and put those in a format that uh, people could actually uh, take to senior management and help our, uh, educate them on. But I wanted to start with um, really the proactive part and really what do you or what did, I guess, the survey show in terms of proactive communication? I, well, I appreciate the the way you have described this study. When we took on this topic, we were interested in knowing um, what is it that companies do, and more importantly, leaders. We talk all the time with them about setting a proper tone from the top, and um, at the same time, we spend a lot of time thinking about how do you build trust in the workplace, and that's what we tried to tackle with this report. So we were looking first at... Um, proactive communication, not just when you're talking at employees, but does it make a difference the way you go about speaking with employees about the importance of ethics? And we found that it actually does make a difference. So when leaders talk about ethics in the workplace in a way that makes it relevant to the way employees are doing their jobs, they make it real to everyday decisions that people make. And when they encourage people to speak up in the workplace, that's what we mean by proactive communication. 
So it would seem to me that that ties into a lot of the uh, principles, but also many of the things that ECI uh, puts forward as as values. And one of those very large ones is workplace trust. Could you talk about uh, really what is workplace trust and how uh, the survey measured that from its uh, uh, the, the people who participated? Trust is in a lot of ways, it shows up on a lot of company core value statements. It's something that they articulate as being critical to the way they want to make decisions and behave in the workplace. And yet it's a really difficult concept actually to help people understand and work towards, but you certainly know it when it's not present. If employees don't trust their managers, if they don't trust that business decisions are being made based on the standards of the organization, it changes the way they work. And so what we found is that trust really is the sum of two big things. The first is whether employees are believing and seeing and there's evidence that an organization holds people accountable to the standards of the organization. If you break the rules, will you be held accountable? And the second is just having genuine interactions with your supervisor, with your leadership, um, even among colleagues. Are people interacting with each other in a way where the values are evident? Pat, the uh, I love your your phrasing around accountability because uh, workplace justice, institutional justice, fair process are things that are continually talked about in the compliance community. But you really take it down to the individual manager, uh, middle manager, and senior manager level. Are you accountable? Are you personally accountable, and is the company accountable in a way that is transparent and fair across uh, the organization? Do you see that as uh, equally important? Yes, it is. It is very, very important. One of the things that we found in this study is that when employees say that their managers and their supervisors are demonstrating their own personal accountability. They're willing to admit their mistakes. They um, they talk about holding themselves accountable to the standards. They're 25, 24 times more likely to believe that their managers and their supervisors value employees and value genuine interaction with their employees. So seeing your own leaders holding themselves accountable is a powerful influence on not only the way people see the culture of the organization, but how they um, see their own behaviors as well. People are more likely to hold themselves accountable when their manager is modeling that conduct. So uh, that really leads to why or or I guess why? Why is proactive communication plus trust so powerful in the workplace? And how does that tie into uh, values and that uh, making ethical conduct matter? Well, a lot of it has to do with just all of the years that we've talked as an industry about culture and, and the power of a strong culture. When you break it down, culture is really... Um, the actions that are displayed around you by people that have an influence on your own behavior. And there is no one that has quite the influence on an employee as their own immediate supervisor 
and the senior leadership in the organization, the tone they hearing, they're hearing from the top. And that's why proactive communication and accountability make such a big difference. When, you, when your own leadership is talking with you um, in a way that is genuine, they are talking about how ethics relates to the work you do, and when they actually are demonstrating that they're holding themselves accountable to those standards, that's what um, essentially shapes people's ideas about how things are really done around here. I hope I wrote this down correctly because you just said to me one of the most powerful phrases I've heard, which is ethics relates to the way you do business. And Mm -hmm. if I wrote that down correctly, that seems to me to exactly uh, characterize or, or capture the entire spectrum of operationalizing your compliance program because you've tied ethics directly to not only your conduct, but how the business operates. And in my mind, that's going to move towards uh, business efficiency and profitability. Absolutely. I think one of the things that um, is always a risk in a business environment, especially when there is a function around ethics and compliance, um, is that it can start to become sort of compartmentalized. But when you think about what ethics really is, ethics, you're in facing an an ethics-related decision if the outcome affects somebody else, regardless of what you actually choose, but your decisions are impacting other people. And when you think about it in, in those terms, every day, every business activity has an ethics component. And that's where the power of this report um, is that it's showing that when people are genuinely interacting with each other, when leaders are proactively talking about ethics in that way, that ethics really is relevant to everything we do, there is a substantial difference in the workplace environment. Well, Pat, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode, but I've been visiting with Pat Harned, the CEO of the Ethics and Compliance Initiative. In this episode, we took a look at building companies where values and ethical conduct matter. I hope you will join us again tomorrow for our Uh, episode four, where we take a look at interpersonal misconduct in the workplace, what it is, where it occurs, and what you should do about it. Uh, Pat, I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thanks for having me again, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode in our five-part exploration of the Ethics and Compliance Initiative's 2018 Global Business Ethics Survey Retrospective. If you'd like more information on ECI, check out their website, eci.org. Also, if you like the full four-part series of the 2019 Global Business Ethics Survey, you can download each survey from the ECI website. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. This special podcast series on ECI's 2018 Global Business Ethics Survey Retrospective has been a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.